the Kings fall to the Grizzlies 125 to 110 and fall to 0 and 4 on the season with three home losses to open the season. This one felt like it was kind of close all the way through like the Kings were within reach but could never quite make that final push beyond maybe getting within 4 points. It always seemed like it got to, you know, four points and then the Grizzlies and Desmond Bain would hit a three and they would go right back to seven and and we would uh, kind of lose touch with them again. This one uh, really was the exact same story quarter by quarter. You know, usually I kind of go quarter by quarter in these recaps, but... Uh, and I will in this one, but it's pretty much the same story every quarter. Uh, when looking at the uh, the quarter scores, um, in the first quarter, Memphis had 32 points, Sacramento 28, then 31 to 28, 31 to 27, 31 to 27. So pretty much the same thing every time, you know. And if you're gonna lose every quarter by three or four, you're gonna lose the game by. <laughs> 15. The starters played well in this one, uh, mostly starting off, you know, Sabonis was playing well. Sabonis was attacking and uh, facilitating. He ended with 11 points, which is not a lot of points, but uh, he had 9 assists, 11 rebounds, 1 assist away from the, the triple-double there. Uh, and it was very apparent that the team was trying to get Harrison Barnes involved early. He only had one shot in our last game against Golden State, and he was he was in attack mode. He ended with 20 points and his easily his best game of the season. Uh, the defense started out really well. It seemed like good communication, good rotations, and most importantly, not fouling, going straight up and uh, making them make tough layups. Uh, and in the, the first stint, before the first time out, we really weren't relying on Fox offensively, which I thought was a good thing. You know, he shouldn't have to be the one carrying the offensive load all game. He should have to, you know, carry the offensive load in the important parts of the game. So then uh, after the first time out, Fox started uh, kind of taking over the offense um and, you know, when things went a little stale after the, the first time out. And we, uh, we had a 10-point lead with the starters. And then the second the bench came in, it all fell apart. And Mike Brown said before the game that um, he was going to try, you know, testing things out with his rotations and that Chemezi Metu would see minutes, but... I didn't think he was just going to turn his brain off when it came to the rotations. Like, Metu came in as the first man off the bench, which made no sense, and he was not good, just like he wasn't good against Golden State. You know, he 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 got these minutes because he was part of the the unit that got the Kings back into the game versus Golden State, but he wasn't good against Golden State. You know, it was the other guys getting us back into the that game, and he was just kind of there 
and the Warriors kind of let off the gas because they had such a big lead, so I wouldn't really read too much into that, but apparently Mike Brown did, and yeah, Metu came in and was very bad. Um, the bench gave up the lead in what felt like an instant, you know, and we were like down by 10 so quickly. Um, I feel like the bench needs to really lock down on defense more and focus on its defense because the offense is terrible. The, they can't get anything going in the half court. We don't have the guard play to facilitate a, a good offense. Mostly with Rashawn Holmes out there, just don't have the guards to set him up. And, um, you know, Malik Monk can score, but he's not going to set, he's not a primary ball handler. And Davion really hasn't developed into that guy. He's at a rough start to the season. Um, the starters came back in and cut it to four at the end of the quarter. And that's pretty much how every quarter would go. In the second quarter, you know, there, we saw again a change to the rotations. Chima Moneki getting minutes. We saw um, Chima Moneki with Chimizi Metu kind of as the 4-5, and we saw them with, I think, starters. Um, it was them, Fox, and maybe Kevin Herter or Malik Monk, um, and Keegan Murray, I think. And that was fine, because the Grizzlies had their bench unit in. They didn't have John Morant. They didn't have Steven Adams. So it was fine. And I was thinking, like, but the second... John or Steven Adams comes in, we need to make subs. So we came out of a timeout. They put John Steven Adams back in, and we kept the same line, same lineup, and uh, immediately just got destroyed. And you know, we 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 kind of closed the the gap to the Grizzlies, and then for some reason we left that lineup out there, and immediately they got you know double digit lead again. Um, Chima was, you know, he showed that hustle. He showed the defensive intensity, but you know, he's a rookie. He made mistakes. He had, you know, a bad turnover that led to a bucket in transition. And yeah, he just made some mistakes. You know, he wasn't terrible, but he's not really going to give you anything offensively. But like I said, I, th I think the lineup with him and Metu was fine, but you just can't have that lineup out there when the other team has their best players out there, or else you're just going to get destroyed. Uh, the third quarter was slightly different than the other two. You know, the starters came out really slow. <laughs> I mean, they they gave up like two offensive rebounds right away. Just no, didn't look like they cared. Didn't look like they were trying. And Mike Brown saw the exact same thing and called the timeout within 49 seconds. Uh, in that third quarter, Malik Monk came in, and he just started lighting it up. You know, he saw the really exciting um, transition Fox to, to Monk dunk to cut it to six, and then a timeout, and then we get a stop. And in transition again, then we see a Monk to Fox alley-oop dunk. Um... And that got me so hyped. And I got the 
you know, entire arena buzzing. And then immediately we allowed them to go on a run. And it just took the excitement out of everyone. And, uh, I mean, you just can't let that happen. That's the problem with these teams. They just let, with this team, they allow other teams to just go on these offensive runs. They just can't stop anybody. Um, and, the, you know, the Grizzlies are a good team, but you have to, you, you can't just let teams go on runs so easily, mostly after you just had, you know, the most hype moment of the season, cutting it to four, you know, that should raise the defensive intensity, but instead it just, they just fall apart. Um, yeah, the, the, then the bench came in in the third and Desmond Bain just could not miss. He was hitting contested three after contested three, you know, kind of earlier when I said, you know, Kings would cut it to four and it was like, okay, we're getting back into it. We're getting back into it. And then Desmond Bain would just hit a contested three. He did it over Keegan Murray. He did it over a few other guys. And, uh, yeah, that really hurt. <laughs> um, in the fourth quarter, you know, we started with the bench unit out there and the offense looked so stale. Um, but Davion and TD both were hitting some shots. Some Davion hit a wide open three, finally. And Terrence Davis hit a nice step back three and got another bucket there. So it's like they were surviving out there. And even though they can't really stop the Grizzlies, they were surviving. And they actually kept it within striking distance. And then, again... The same thing as the second quarter. For some reason, there's a timeout, and it's like, okay, right here, this is when the starters should come back in. And Mike Brown just let the bench run for another minute, and the game got away. Um, and then the starters came back in, you know, down maybe, I don't know. If I were to guess, it would be like maybe seven points, eight points, something like that. And... We tried to get two entry passes into Sabonis, turned it over both times. They scored in transition both times, and the game was over. And we were down 15. And, you know, that was really disappointing way to kind of end the game because, you know, I felt like the starters were coming back in. Okay, we have a chance at this. You know, the starters have been playing well, and then turnovers, transition points, and it's over. Um, we saw, uh, Alex Len get some run because of Rashawn Holmes foul trouble as well as Sabonis foul trouble. Um, and I mean, he didn't do much. Uh, he didn't really get too many minutes there. He got three minutes. Uh, but you know, I think it really uh, more shows Rashawn Holmes is struggling hard. Uh, Rashawn only had eight minutes in this game. I mean, he's just having such a, a rough start to the season. He had zero points and uh, only one rebound. And, <laughs> I mean, he's got to get some more rebounds. How do you only get one rebound as the center? I, I don't know. 
but I mean, the starters were, like I said, really good. And Sabonis was a plus seven. Herter was a plus seven. Um, and Barnes and Murray were the guys that more played with the bench. So they were a minus 12, minus 10. And then when you look at the bench plus minus, it's minus 14 for Terrence Davis, minus 11 for Malik Monk, minus 13 for Davion Mitchell. And when you look at the the Grizzlies side, you know, it's Desmond Bain a plus 13. But then the rest of the starters, you know, Dylan Brooks a minus 7. John Moran and Steven Adams only a plus 2 for each of them. But then the bench, it's just Laravia with a plus 24 in 30 minutes. Brandon Clark plus 11, you know, Tyus Jones plus 18. I mean, you know, they have a good bench, but I mean, you can't let them kill you that bad. Quarter after quarter, too. It's like Mike Brown was making adjustments to the rotation, but I feel like he was leaving. Keegan Murray got subbed early in the first quarter so that he could play with the bench unit. But that doesn't really make sense because Keegan Murray's not creating the offense. And that's the problem with the bench. Um, you need guys to create the offense, which is why we need either Sabonis or Fox in. We Because in the first quarter, like I said, Fox wasn't having to do a lot in that first stint. It was Sabonis and it was everyone else. It was Barnes. And... So it's like at that point, after that first stint, you could take Sabonis out, let Fox do his thing then, and then once the bench comes back in, comes in, then bring Sabonis back in. That just seems like the better game plan to me. But we saw it last year with Luke Walton and Alvin Gentry, where they refused to um, play, like stagger the minutes for. Fox and Halliburton, and then Fox and Sabonis. And we're seeing it again here, and I just don't get it. Why we're not staggering those minutes so that one of them plays with the bench. Uh, Keegan Murray was really good again, though. He had 18 points. And it just when he shoots a three, I'm just so confident it's going in. He only went three for eight this game. Which, I mean, you know, it's not terrible. <laughs> um, it's fine. But, you know, it's always surprising when he misses. It just seems like every three is going in. And I, I feel like he's the next Steph Curry. <laughs> like, he just looks so smooth with his shot. It's crazy. Um, there was a point where Keegan Murray came in with that bench unit, and he tried to take it upon himself to make things happen offensively. You know, he, like, took, like, two or three shots in a row. One of them was, like, kind of fading away in the mid-range off balance, you know, and he missed all of the shots. Because that's, like, that's just not his game right now. He's not going to create for himself that well. You know, everything about his game is, like, take what the defense gives you. And he's so efficient in every motion um you know it's like you can see him just go through his you know like the progressions of like okay i got the ball am i open yes i shoot no you know it's like okay then is the guy coming at me okay then i'll pump fake 
dribble by him, you know, or is he not, then I'll, you know, move the ball along. And, um, he's just so, so efficient in everything he does. Um, but he's not going to create for himself. Why is it him that, why are we staggering the minutes with him? That's what I don't get. Um, you know, he's playing the most minutes out of anyone along with Barnes because we don't have any other wings. But yeah, I just don't get why that's who we're staggering the minutes with. Uh, and then, okay, I haven't touched on yet really, is Kevin Herter. He started off the game, it seemed well, picking up where he kind of uh, left off in game two. You know, he had a rough game three, but it kind of was bouncing back here. But then uh, in the second quarter, he hurt. Uh, I don't know what he hurt. I heard, like, it looked like maybe a finger or, and then there was a report, there were, like, all the reports said wrist, but then after the game, I heard shoulder injury. Um, he came back in to start the second half, I think, but then didn't really play much and was on the bench. So hopefully he's fine because we need him. Moving on to uh, previewing the, the, the next game for the Kings. The next game is on Saturday at 3 o'clock in Sacramento again uh, against the Miami Heat. And, I mean, we you can't lose your first four home games. When you have four out of your first five games at home, you can't lose every single one. You just can't. Um... The Heat have started off this season struggling. They are two and four. Um, they, the Heat are a team that I kind of, I always feel like you know they just ha kind of find guys to come off their bench that will produce. But this season, that's not really the case. Um, you know they have Caleb Martin, but I think he was starting. Um, so Max Struess was coming off the bench. And then they have Gabe Vincent, Duncan Robinson. Like, that's not a great bench. Um, so maybe our bench won't get killed by them, but uh, maybe that's wishful thinking. I don't know. It just seems like we have to have to get a win here. Like, I know our, our schedule to start the season has been rough, but I mean, you, you just got to find a way to pull out a win here. Uh, for the Heat... They're led by Jimmy Butler, averaging 22, and then uh, Tyler Hero with 17, Bam with 16 points per game. You know, this is obviously a game we can win. The Heat are, you know, like I said, 2-4. and four. They haven't been good to start the season, but that makes me worry that they're going to have, you know, a, a bounce-back game here and, you know, be very motivated in this game. But I mean, honestly, we just need to figure out how to get our bench going offensively, or at least just lock everyone down defensively. I mean, I think the bench just needs to play faster, needs to get out and run and create opportunities in transition, because how else are they going to create opportunities? You know, I'm not worried about Fox, Sabonis, or any of the starters. Um, I'm just worried about the bench, and we just need it to be better. 
It's plain and simple. That's the key to winning any game at this point, is the bench needs to play better. That's it. And, I mean, Malik Monk, he's picked it up from his early season woes, but uh, we need more than that. We, we can't, it can't just be one guy off the bench. Not much else to say about this game against the Heat other than you just got to find a way to tough it out and win it. This is not a, a high-scoring Heat team, so I'm sure they will uh, score the most points that they've scored all season against us. But uh, I guess I just got to be positive and hope that maybe we can pull out a win here. But uh, not the start uh, to the season we were looking for. But we can always turn it around. You know, I, we're still a better team than last year and the year before. And last year and the year before, we definitely were a lot better than 0-4. But, uh, but yeah, anyways, uh, remember to uh, like, comment, and subscribe on YouTube and leave a, a rating anywhere else and thank you guys for listening to the royal report podcast and i will see you guys uh on saturday after the game peace